our second time doing this? I thought it was our first. No, second. I We've don't remember. Hi, everybody. Have, must not have been very memorable. Welcome to our talk show. <laughs> uh, we're going to be interviewing some <laughs> guests this afternoon. No, just kidding. Um, so we're, we're um, going to uh, try to work together. I think we're going to do good. I think so. I believe in us. Normally, I they don't, don't let me I know. I don't anyone. know if anybody else does. Um, but what we're going to do this morning is we're going to continue to talk about, um, as you can see, you know, from the banner and there's usually a, Sandy's got one of the t-shirts on. Uh, we really have been talking lately about this concept of thou art with me, which really is kind of, I guess, I, I was, I was thinking about it this morning and I was thinking about, remember, you know, those old magic shows that they used to have on TV where there would be a guy and he would wear, he would always be wearing a mask and he would debunk all of the magic tricks. Does anyone remember those shows? Remember, it would be like, you know, he would go up there and he'd wear his mask and he'd show you how all the tricks were done. <laughs> I think that that's really what this campaign is all about, about awesome. that with me, is that really we are debunking the nature of God awesome. or the way, I think some of the historical religious thinking about the way that God would interact with each and every one of us. Um, because I think that um, historically, uh, in order for things to make sense, God has been painted with different paintbrushes uh, that even sometimes scripturally don't align to the nature of God. I'm sorry, I just want to like and cut in all the time. Okay. I'm just doing my this best. Good. This is good. Thank you. Help this is good, Lord. people. You need to like believe in us. Practicing restraint. No, no, no. That's great. Um, and so that's really what the Thou Art With Me campaign is all about, is understanding Amen. that, man, the nature of God is so much better than I think that a lot Ooh. of us even understand. Like the depth to which God desires to be with us and so inhabit our lives and bless us and pour out to us. I mean, the concept that scripturally we realize that there's absolutely nothing that can separate us yes, from so God's good. passionate love and desire so to be with us. So good. And that's what we're going to do this morning is we're going to talk about really just this understanding. We're going to use the story of the Good Samaritan right. because one of the things that I love about parables is Jesus told a lot of parables, and sometimes we think that we that that really he's talking to us about our nature and our character. Mm -hmm. But what I've come to realize about a lot of Jesus's parables is is that he is unpacking for us the nature of God yes. and Jesus's perspective mm -hmm. in situations and how heaven would respond to us as we go through the different journeys of our life. Right. You know, like I could think about. Um, this one time we were, I was, you know, driving in a car. It was in the winter one time and I put my car in a ditch. Okay. I've actually put a couple of cars in ditches. It's, it was kind of became a habit of mine for a little while that I was doing. Um, but this particular time I can remember it was late at night and I was driving home and it was snowy out and it was slippery. And I honestly think this was before texting and driving was illegal but I'm pretty sure that I was texting and driving. And I can remember like my tire kind of went off the road a little bit and I kind of swerved and ended up like going into a ditch. And it was a deep ditch. I had to climb out of the passenger door of my car in order to get out because my car was literally like in the ditch sideways. And in that moment, my immediate reaction was, I need to figure out a story <laughs> to tell everyone of what happened, okay? Now, not because I didn't think that my parents would come and bail me out, but I kind of in that moment felt like I need to have a good story 
in order for them to want to come and help to pull me out of this ditch, right? Anybody recognize that feeling? Like the truth is only going to get me in more trouble, and so I need to figure out and come up with a story in order to try to make this situation better. And so I can remember I came up with this elaborate story, but like a rhinoceros ran across the road, and then there was a guy and this thing and the whole, and I concocted this whole story. Uh, because my immediate response in that story was, is that my parents wouldn't want to help me if they knew that I was texting and driving. And I think that sometimes, maybe, maybe you've never put a car in a ditch, and I don't encourage you to. It's very, very frightening. Uh, but each and every one of us have experienced moments like this in our life where in our relationship with God, we can feel as though, um, based off of the things that we do in our life, that God would want to stay separated from us. Mm-hmm. I mean, and, you know, and, and because of that, and I think that religion has used that at times to try to create order in people's lives. Uh, but I think this morning what we want to do is we want to debunk this concept that God needs us to be something in order for him to want to awesome. intervene in our lives. Awesome. Or that if it's our fault, because I think we've all been here, mm-hmm. that you know, I, I think that sometimes even I can feel those feelings of, I mean, I'm in, I've put myself in this mess. You know, I made the mistake and I got myself here. And it can create a distance or a separation between me and God mm-hmm. where I feel as though, you know, God just can't help me in this problem. Mm-hmm. I need to figure this one out on my own because I was the reason that I got here. Mm-hmm. Awesome. And so if you know the story of the Good Samaritan, I wasn't sure if I uh-huh, 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 it was how great. exactly. Yeah, you were, your interaction was. I was going to be able to was, cut in there. No, it was so good. I, I just, no, you know, I'm not a I tried to find out, like, what are our cues? Like, oh. how do I know when it's my turn? Oh, oh. And he just wouldn't tell me when no. it was my turn. No, it's so. your turn. Hit it. <laughs> so, um, you know, if you, if you know the story of the Good Samaritan, which I think most people do, yeah. it's a story of a man who is going from Jerusalem down uh, this hilly, you know, about 20 miles down to Jericho. Mm-hmm. And um, because there's areas on this journey that are, you know, dark, it would be a place where marauders would um, be. And uh, I don't know if you're going to go into this, but, you know, not everybody maybe necessarily knows this story. And so he was uh, beaten. Everything he had, clothes and all, were taken from him. And there were two gentlemen who saw him in his state of lying there, lying there. The story says he was lying there. I'm pretty sure if he wasn't beaten that badly, he would have gotten himself (laughs) up and continued on his journey. I don't think he was lying on a dead end road where, uh, you know, waiting for someone to come and get him, to get him looking (laughs) for, yes, looking for self-pity. But in that state where he literally was, you know, out cold. And so two people, the story tells us, proceed to walk past him, notice him, move to the other side, continue walking. And, and then there's one gentleman, the Good Samaritan, who Jesus alludes to yeah. in the story. And, yeah. and basically what we are doing as you talk about debunking is yeah. Jesus then is the Good Samaritan. Absolutely. Instead of crossing the street, instead yeah. of looking the other way, yeah. Jesus comes close. Yeah. He compassion drew him, the Good Samaritan, compassion drew him to the man. Yeah in order to do exactly what he needed. So, and we see obviously this scripture, he's with me or thou art with me, is coming to us from Psalm 23. But another scripture that I just thought was absolutely amazing this morning, then what we're going to endeavor to do that you said this morning is 
we're going to maybe look at some of those questions that rise up when you're talking about that, you know, is it my fault? Yeah. That's something that maybe would rise up in your mind. Um, maybe, you know, it's risen up in our mind when it came to what someone else did and we were, you know, judging them a little and saying, that was <laughs> your fault. <laughs> and I don't know how you're going to get out of it because you deserve this because it was your fault. And then maybe when we find ourselves in that same situation, yeah. All of a sudden, the danger of this then is not is not God's perspective towards us, yeah. but it's it's the enemy then trying to come in and have his way. So Hebrews chapter thirteen, because what we're what we're trying to do is build ammunition yeah. with God's word Absolutely. inside of us as to His nature yeah. and who He is, so that when the enemy comes lying to us, yes. saying, "Well, that's enough. God bailed you out five times. This is number six. You're yeah. on your own." Yeah we have the nature of God to fall back on. Absolutely. And the nature of God is something that's living inside of us and it's what will come out of us mm -hmm. at that moment where we have to make a choice. Sure. Will we go Absolutely. with God or will we go on our own? Yeah. And so Hebrews chapter 13 in the um, Amplified Translation says this, I will not in any way, this is God speaking, I will not in any way fail you. This is the nature of God. Yeah. I will not... It's the AMPC, so it's not just the Amplified if you're looking it up on your phone. I'm not exactly sure what the C on the end stands for. Maybe the commentary version. Maybe. It says, I, or give up on you, or leave you without support. Yeah. I will not give up on you. Yeah. I will not give up on you. I will not leave you without support. I will not. I will not. I will not. How many of you know when God says something more than one time in his yeah. word, it's because it's very important yeah. that, we, that we get this. Yeah. And so where his nature is concerned, he repeats himself Absolutely. three times because he so wants good. us to know, I will not in any way leave you helpless or forsake you or let you down. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I will not relax my hold on you. Wow. The scripture says, most assuredly That's not, so which means definitely not absolutely not yeah so when we know the nature of God yeah as we read Psalm 23 and we and we totally. hear these things and we're kind of washing ourselves in them it's important to us because those things are encouraging us mm -hmm. those things are giving us um, confidence they're yeah. giving us boldness they're yeah. giving us comfort when yeah. we need it yeah right knowing the nature of God yeah. is what helps us finish yeah, our and course because I, th I think that the thing is is that and really why we're doing everything that we do is is that we're looking to stay in the fight yes because Galatians tells us Galatians 6 9 says that you know we will reap as long as we faint not mm -hmm. and knowing that god is love yeah. helps us to stay unconditional love yeah helps us to stay in that fight absolutely and so this the story of the good samaritan if you, you're not familiar with it is in luke 10 i'm just going to read it really quickly from the amplified version and it's in verse 30 it says this and jesus answered so he's answering uh some of the the religious leaders in the time because they're kind of asking about you know how do i at this point they're asking about how do i get eternal life and God tells them, you know, love God and love your neighbor as yourself. And he proceeds to give them a story. And it says this, there once was a man traveling from Jerusalem to Jericho. And on the way, he was attacked by robbers. They took his clothes, beat him up, and left him half dead. So there's your thing. He wasn't just half dead. It was pretty badly beat up. <laughs> and it says this, luckily. Okay. And so we obviously oh. know that, you know, Jesus was trying to give this guy a little in. He said, luckily... A priest was on his way down the same road 
But when he saw him, he angled across to the other side. Hmm. Then a Levite, a religious man, showed up, and he also avoided the injured man. And I think that sometimes what this is doing is it's trying to, what, it, what Jesus is doing is he's painting a picture of maybe the religious thoughts of the way that Jesus would respond to a situation <laughs> where he talks about the priests and he talks about religious people. And I think that sometimes that could be the most challenging thing in our life is that we've all gone through experiences where the way the situation turned out painted a picture for us of the nature of God. Right. Like I think about that all the time, about how sometimes God always responds to our situations, but sometimes God responds in a way that seems like a rejection. Mm. That sometimes God does things, and because the Bible says that his ways are higher than our ways, is he's seeing something that we don't see. That's right. It's like one of those situations where, you know, in the moment it feels like it's the worst situation possible. We don't know the whole story. Yeah, and then five years later you look back and you're like, oh my gosh, I'm so thankful that I went through that. That's so good. But what happens is, is in the moment it can feel as though God let us down. Mm -hmm. Or maybe you're in the room right now and you've gone through different experiences where you felt like, God or the church or Christian people have judged you for things in your life or situations or whatever it is. And what Jesus is doing in the story is he's, he's telling us that religious things and people who say and try to stand in the place of God, that they don't necessarily demonstrate the nature of God. That's right. So we have the priests and we have the Levite and they cross the other side. But Jesus comes in by talking about his own nature and says this, a Samaritan traveling on the road came to him. Now, if you go, you can go deep in the history of the Samaritans, and basically they were like the half-breeds. They were, you know, half-Jewish, and so basically they were like less, to the Jewish people, they were less than the Gentiles, okay? And so it says, the Samaritan traveling on the road came to him, and we saw the man's condition. His heart went out to him. Mm. This is how Jesus responds mm, to us. So good. That when he sees us laying in so our good. issues, our problems, our situations, our darkness, our so problems that we've created ourselves, the Bible says that it, it says that the Samaritan or Jesus' heart goes out to this Can man. Can I just say, so, you know, I was, yeah. I was in a, um, actually observing a meeting the other day that Pastor Jess was having with someone. And uh, I brought Ollie in the room just for a quick second. I was watching her so that Pastor Jess could have her meeting. And, um, all, you know, so I was just, you know, being cordial and saying hello. And Olivia uh, walked in the room, and she wasn't interested in saying her hellos. She had noticed this particular person had their leg crossed, and yeah. on their ankle there was a cut. Yeah. And so we're just kind of being cordial, and we're talking. And all of a sudden, I turned my head and looked, and Olivia had her hand yeah. on this girl's ankle, and yeah. she was praying for her. Yes. And I thought, you know, that is such a beautiful picture of the nature. That's ammunition Absolutely. to us of yeah. Jesus 100%. that we sometimes are so preoccupied by. Like, the, the, you know, the priest or the Levite who are, maybe they were in a hurry. Maybe sure. there's a legitimate meeting that they had to go to. And the other couple of times when they were late, they were cussed out or, yeah. you know, they're going to lose their job <laughs> if they're late. And so they're just like, I don't, I don't have time for this, you know. Yeah. You know, we sometimes it's easy for us to judge sure. that. But, but when, you know, that picture of Olivia, it's like this morning when I'm worshiping all of a sudden she's got her hand lifted somebody over here this morning got prayer from a two-year-old this morning yeah and I just kind of notice her and and I'm not looking at her going oh Ollie you're so amazing yeah. I'm like 
Jesus, yes. that's you and Absolutely. that's your nature. You, yeah. That's what's on your mind. Absolutely. What we are going through, yes. that we need help, yeah. is what is on the forefront yeah. of your mind. Yeah. And it's beautiful. And that's what this teaching, that's what these, this series is all so about, good. is helping us to really step into that place of identity mm -hmm. where God is concerned. That I mean, like, if that's all Ooh, that we leave this so summer good. with, is realizing that God is going to be with us so all the time and yes. everywhere. So it goes on to say this. It says that he gave him first aid, disinfected, and bandaged his wounds. Then he lifted him onto his donkey, led him to an inn, and made him comfortable. In the morning, he took out two silver coins and gave them to the innkeeper, saying, Take good care of him. If it costs any more, put it on my bill. Come on. I'll pay you on the way back. Come on. And so we realize here that Jesus's nature is so above and beyond. And so mm -hmm. we're going to take, we're going to just really give three main points about what this story speaks to us about the nature of Jesus. So number one, we said that, you know, if you're ever in that position, right, where I got myself here, yeah. I think we actually, um, MJ actually alluded to it yeah, last Sunday absolutely. morning. Um, and, and a lot of times what happens to us is I may not be dealing with this, the thing that you are and you don't yeah. deal with the thing that I am. And that's the value yeah. of testimonies. The value is sometimes we don't realize when we're sharing our story, yep. how much it will benefit people. And yeah. so she had alluded to that, you know, in a place where she's believing the Lord for her daughter sure. for healing. And all of a sudden the enemy using ammunition against her and everything, you know, everything they'll go through the checklist of all the things you haven't done quite right yeah. to see which one is alive in you and use that try to use that Absolutely. against you so we we know now as we kind of talked a little bit about that you know i got myself here and so i can't ask for help sure. eh, that's yeah. a lie yeah that's not true because yeah. we know that god is love yes that he's always been love yes. he is love now and he always will yes. be loving Absolutely. and it's a love that is unconditional yeah it's not the kind of love that maybe you or i experience but it's a it's a love that no matter what you do no matter how you treat me good or bad yeah. i will love you Absolutely. i will protect you yes. i will provide for you yeah. i will care for you and yeah. so number two is then what we want to talk about is jesus you know are you holding my past against me yeah and the answer is no 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 how many said yes no ah. <laughs> No, no. And no. so what we need to know is, you know, first of all, we need to know the nature of God. And then secondly, we need to know our relationship with God. Yeah. And our relationship absolutely. with God is that, yes, there's a lot of things, you know, that we go through when it comes to God's plans for us that we have to align ourselves with, sure. not out of a legal nature, but so that God's blessing can flow to us in the magnitude. That's a different issue. Yeah. Okay. But this issue is, is my relationship to God. Absolutely. So that I know, like what you said, will my parents, will God <laughs> bail me out? Yeah. I need to know my relationship to my parents. Yes. I need to know my relationship to God and your relationship. My relationship, according to the Bible tells us that we are 100% forgiven. Yes. That's 100% right. Right. forgiven yes. by God. Yes. Hallelujah. And that God, his nature is that he is waiting. There is a, there's a Greek word called charizomai. How'd I do? Great. And that I word, that, that is a word um, that, that refers to forgiveness. Yeah. There's two types of forgiveness. And the first one is this word charizomai. And charisma is a gift, right? Yeah. It's, a, yes. it's this grace. It's this free gift, right, to all, for all time, for all sin, 
with no strings attached. That's so good. Woo! No strings attached. No strings attached. Yes. Yeah. Let's, let's just sail right there. Yeah. Is that yeah. what we learn in life? Yeah. No, that's why we can't use natural relationships. That's right. For the most part. Yeah. Right. To teach us. Because that's always what the enemy wants to do is he always wants to try to use our past. Yeah. To try to build a case against us for our future. Yeah. I mean, we talk about all the time with failure and situations and problems and past things that we've done that it's always the first thing the enemy wants to bring up to us. Mm -hmm. Right. It's like in our relationship with God. Right, we go to try to step out to do something for God, and what's the very first thing the enemy reminds us of? All the things that we did, or we didn't do, or we should have done, or we shouldn't have done, or that done. your father didn't do, right? Or absolutely, do or couldn't absolutely. do, and but try we to realize use that. that God is with us in this moment, one hundred percent. Yes. That's awesome. what I love about the Holy Spirit is that awesome. he's with us one hundred percent of the time, all the time, in full capacity that all we have to do is step into that place and allow him to move through our hearts. So good. And the second thing that we really learn from this story is, is that Jesus didn't need him to be something mm -hmm. in order to help him. You're good. And I think that, I'm so good. And I think that, I think that the thing that's so amazing about oh, this like story the is the fact that, <laughs> is, He's so structured. Yeah. And, <laughs> <laughs> Are you feeling anxious? No, 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 no actually, I can stay here all day. Uh, it, it, we, I love the story about the Good Samaritan because uh, we understand from that that Jesus or the Good Samaritan didn't need this man to be anything. That he didn't ask him questions. He didn't look for his background. Come I mean, on. he just finds this guy laying on the side of the road. So he good. wasn't concerned Compelled. with what his history was or why it was there so or was it his fault or was it somebody else's fault? So was good. he a Christian? Did he love God? Didn't he love God? What was his lifestyle? Did he tithe? So How much time did he spend Woo! yesterday with the Lord? Jesus didn't so need good. him to be anything so good. in order to reach down into that situation and give mm -hmm. him everything that he would need in order to not only get out of his situation, so but to heal, to recover, and to be successful for the next leg of his race. So good. You see, this is the number one thing the enemy tries to lie to us about, mm -hmm. that if we were just better... If you were just smarter or stronger, or you had a better relationship with God, if you just had more faith or you just had more anointing or more presence, if you just hadn't done this, that, or the other, then God would have surely moved on your behalf. But I read in this story that God, Jesus, the good Samaritan, was absolutely unmoved by why this man was in his situation. He didn't ask for a background but he was willing to give him absolutely everything that was necessary. I just had a picture in my mind, you know, he could have walked past him and maybe, you know, because he's a Samaritan, maybe, maybe he's been mocked. Or I'm sure he maybe, had been. You know, in, in his, you know, what could have gone through some people's head is, you know, the devil kicks you when you're down. He could yeah. have thought, this is my opportunity yeah. to retaliate. Right? Because I just of leave everything him there. that everyone this has ever said. This guy deserved what he's in. Right? Yeah. And maybe kicked him yeah. as he walked past or yeah. accidentally, oops, you know, <laughs> yeah. in retaliation. Absolutely. Because isn't that a lot of times what we see? And could have been totally justified because we see he could have seen the other guys walk past. That's right. We realize that's what this word, we, my dad talks about that word forsake, mm -hmm. that he'll never leave us or forsake us. That's so this good. picture that if you're on a desert island stranded mm -hmm. and, you, and, and God is driving by on a ship oh. and sees you that he could never just drive by, that never. he's compelled 
to help us. Mm-hmm. You see, this is the situation that, and the, the picture that the Good Samaritan is painting for us, is that we've all, we're going to, for the rest of our lives, you know, can I give you a little bit of a forecast for the rest of our life? Is we're all going to find ourselves in challenging, troubling, difficult situations. We're going to find ourselves going through issues and problems, and we're going to be up some days and down other days. But the beautiful picture of this with is that Jesus is going to be with us through everything. Yes, that's the truth. This is the story of the Good Samaritan, is whether we're up or we're down, whether you had a good day this morning or a bad day or yesterday or tomorrow, can count on that his, his, the picture that he's painting for us is that he's always going to be there with us. Awesome. That there's nothing that we can do past, present, or future to get his eyes of love to look away from us. Awesome. And the third point. The third point is when we look at this idea that says that like the good Samaritan, he gave the man everything that he needed. Yes. That Jesus, the Bible says in, in scripture, God has given unto us through Jesus all things that pertain to life and godliness. Yes. But when I was thinking about that, I'm thinking, you know, he's given us all things, but we, what we need to be able to do is we need to be able to cross, you know, get through this hurdle of what causes things in life to be withheld. Sure. And so um, that brings us to that, you know, uh, that other word on forgiveness, because what Jesus gave us is the ability to be to be free when we're trapped. Yes. Trapped in our minds. Yes. Trapped in our thinking. Absolutely. Which is what ultimately blocks yeah. the all things that pertain to life and godliness. Absolutely. It's like it's past- never Jesus. No, it's like it's never, it, it's never God. It's no. always and it's not like, oh, it's never you, God, it's me. Bang, bang, bang. No, no. It's God, like you said in the beginning. What am I missing? Yes. What am I not seeing? Yeah. What's your perspective? Absolutely. What's going on right now? Yeah. You know, that is so powerful when you're in the middle of a situation to to discipline ourselves to train ourselves right to be able when everything around us is there's a tornado and everything is to train ourselves to practice what it looks like to turn within which is where holy spirit is and get his his perspective on the matter and and to practice that so much so that when we hear those words we won't just dump them but they will bring life to us in the middle of all chaos all around us we can we can believe those words you love me you're with me yeah. You're never going to leave me. Yes. This is going to work out. Everything's yeah. going to be fine. Yeah. Sometimes that's all you got. Yeah. Sometimes that's all you got with him. Is Lord, is everything going to be okay? And, and just deep inside, you turn within. Mm-hmm. We don't call the friend. We don't call unless, you know, unless they got a hotline to Jesus. Yeah. But we turn within and we train ourselves, yeah. right? It, as we learn the nature of God, mm-hmm. what happens to us is we'll run towards him. Yes. When we have a wrong nature of God that's been personified to us, our tendency will be to run away. Yeah. But when you know that the person will help you, no matter how many times you have failed, we will run towards. Yes. Yeah. And that's why this teaching is so important yeah. in the mind, the heart and mind of God, because he wants all of the lies that have been told about him from people who don't know him to be obliterated, abolished, yes. so that the truth is what would rise up in us and we would, we would know that we know that we know that we know that he is good yeah. and that he always wants our good. And so the third word is aphesis. Is it? I, I, I don't know. <laughs> If I am pronouncing this properly, but I wrote this down. When you're free and you don't know it, you're trapped. What do you need? Right. You need power to yes, be free from right. the lie yes. 
that says you are trapped. That's right. Power to be free from the lie that says you are broke. Yeah. You are poor. Yeah. You are disgusted. Nobody loves you. Yeah. There's no hope for you. Yes. You have no gifts. Everybody <laughs> else is talented and you got nothing. <laughs> you know, all the siblings got it all and you got nothing. Yeah. Right? How many of you know that that sounds just like the enemy, doesn't yes. it? Yes. But this word... Um, a thesis, excuse me if I am pronouncing it wrong, but talks about what Jesus' death gave us. Mm -hmm. Jesus' death gave us this thing called forgiveness, mm -hmm. a release, yeah. a freedom, a deliverance from the bondage of the lies of the enemy. Yeah. Woo! Yes. A release, a freedom from the power that sin had over yeah, our life, so lies yeah. and the deception. Yeah. Free from the power... 100% God, past, present, future, always loving, that's your nature. 100% yeah. forgiven. And now I'm finding out that I have the power. So the only thing that would stop me from accomplishing that amazing life that God has for me is I need power to overcome. Yeah. And Jesus, you gave me the power yeah. to overcome yeah. everything, every dart yeah. that the enemy would try to throw yeah. my way that would yeah. stop me. Yeah. From getting and there. that's the thing about the Woo! story that's so amazing is is that Jesus doesn't the Good Samaritan doesn't just you know clean him up and pick him up but he causes this man to be an overcomer he causes him to be victorious and this is the thing about life with God that's so amazing is is that God isn't just taking us from the negative to zero you know he's not just like cleaning us up and patching us up and sending us on our way but what God is doing in these stories and as he begins so to good. unveil his nature to us is realizing that life with God is life as an overcomer. Yes. Life with God yes, is life as intention. a victorious yes, overcomer. That God isn't just bringing yes. us from our negative yes. back to zero, but his intention Woo, for our lives everybody. is that we would live from glory to glory, yes. that we yes. would walk out of our issues yes. and walk out of our pain and walk out of our shame and walk out of our discouragement yes. and not just to the place where I can just get my head above the Come water, on. but to the place where my life, I'm actually living a life that matters, that's impacting people, that's impacting the, 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 my family and my neighbors, that's impacting the city. Yes, and sometimes, sometimes in, as he interrupts our you know, the things that we go through. Sometimes it is moments, because maybe there's people here this morning, I'm sure there are, where you're just treading water and your, your head is just, whoa. There's a, I think there's a fly in my hair. No, it's a wasp. A wasp. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Sometimes wasps will fly around. <laughs> right in and you got to know the nature of God. <laughs> but sometimes when you're going through life, you know, it, you're, it does feel like your head is above the water. I can yeah. tell you, honestly, there's circumstances or times in our life when we were just learning about his nature and we were just learning about his ways and he would deliver us, you know, and, and we would be like, we're going over the cliff, you know. Well, that wouldn't be what we'd be saying. We're like, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. But it looked like we were going over and we're just treading water and he'd pull us back, you yeah. know. But we'd just be, you know, pulled a few inches back but the more we learn, That's right. the higher we rise. That's right. The more yes. we learn, the yeah. more we meditate, like yes. Joshua says, yeah. the more we become successful, yeah. the more we learn his nature, the more. So no matter what family you were born in, no matter what side of the, the tracks you were born on, no matter how old you were when you gave your heart to Jesus, yeah. he is endeavoring 
for each one of us to that's walk right. in goodness yeah. and blessing. And that's really what our hope is, is as we talk through these things, we that they like wouldn't that. just be, it wouldn't just be a good message or a concept, but that we really would allow these natures of God. You know, can I tell you, I've been doing this so much lately of just letting these things roll through my brain. Yeah, so good. You're and I'm watching, I'm watching as normally I would have to fight or struggle, you know, to get things or fight or struggle to stay in a good mood or fight or struggle to keep the stress at bay. And it's amazing how I've been, you know, living life and going through things. And it's amazing how you can stand. It's almost like I'm living above the Come situations. Come that on. things happen around me, right? Issues are happening the and they're coming above and the, the enemy's storm. trying to knock me down. And it's like, I'm not in the middle of the storm, but I'm just hovering above, above it. it. Yes. I'm hovering above the issues Woo! and the problems and the things. And, and now that they're not Hallelujah. trying to come and pull me down, you, but what keeps me riding above yes. the situations is, is I'm so aware that Jesus is that good Samaritan. Yes. He is that guy who's Woo! with me, who'll never forsake me. He is that guy who is in all of my situations this so is what good. god is all about his nature to me and so as i go through situations in my life is i'm not trying to take control i'm not trying to figure it out what i'm trying to do is i'm trying to step back and say jesus i know your nature mm -hmm. god i remind god. myself of your nature yes. and because of that because i know your nature because i know who you are I'm able to stand strong in the situations that I have. So good. And so, Heavenly Father, yes. Lord, our desire Hallelujah. this morning is that we would know you. Mm -hmm. Lord, that's what we want. That's why mm -hmm. we're talking about everything that we're talking about is we want to know you. I want to be so intimately acquainted with your personality and your <laughs> nature that when situations and trials and problems try to arise, that it's a distant, foggy picture compared to the infinite mm -hmm. depth of your goodness. And Jesus, for every person that may be in this place, Lord, 1 John tells us that when we confess our sin, our wrong thinking, our wrongdoing, that you are faithful and just to forgive. You are faithful and just to forgive. Past, present, and future so father if there are any in this place who have felt lord shame or that you were disappointed or discouraged father with how we have chosen or what we have done we ask lord in the name of jesus that you would reveal yourself to those ones reveal yourself god in the name of jesus and we command all shame all shame in the name of Jesus and every work of the enemy, every bit of harassment against you to stop now in the name of Jesus. And that Jesus, the truth of who you are, would replace every lie that's been told about you. Jesus, we want to live not just learn about you, but we want to live like the Samaritan lived. We want to be those ones, God, every day that move towards and not away from in fear.
Help us, God, as we walk through our lives, our days, to know what compassion, what love looks like, what it acts like, what it sounds like, Jesus. Just like little Livy, Lord. Just knowing that boo-boos are wrong and that somehow, some way, Jesus, you can make things better. We just release you into this room this morning and receive you into our hearts and minds and ask you, Lord, to reveal yourself. I thank you that you're healing bodies. I thank you that the knowledge of the love of God and that we are forgiven releases stress and, and releases healing it releases torment in the name of Jesus and brings peace in its place. Jesus, you are actively at work in this room and in our lives. You are good. And we are loved and forgiven. Woo! We are loved unconditionally loved and forgiven that's the truth help us jesus to live out of that truth for the rest of our lives so we choose that this morning father we choose to see our situations through the lens of your goodness mm -hmm. not through the lens of our past but through the lens of your goodness in jesus name amen hallelujah amen Thanks so much for joining us today. We pray your life was impacted by the service and that you were able to feel the tangible love of Jesus fill whatever space you're listening from. Maybe you found this message and you've never had the opportunity to come into a personal relationship with Jesus, or you've known about him but have been far from him. We want to give you the opportunity to make his love a daily reality in your life. Jesus came to this earth and died on a cross so that you and I could be close to him. He wanted to wipe away every disappointment and bring you into a life of purpose and meaning, one that will impact this globe for good. So if you'd like to begin this journey with Jesus today, then repeat this simple prayer after me. Dear Jesus, I'm praying this prayer because I know that I've made mistakes and have been living without you. I apologize and I trust that you will forgive me. I accept your love and grace and ask that you would be my Lord and Savior. Help me believe in you and love you every day. Help me to show the world what you're like and how great your love is. I commit to live for you from this moment forward. In Jesus' name, amen. All of our Light City family are joining with heaven and celebrating over the commitment you just made to have Jesus as the Lord of your life. We have resources available for you to help you on this journey, but most of all, we're praying for you. Send us a note at info at golightcity.com to let us know about the decision you've made today. We have resources we'd love to send you uh, with some easy steps on how to go from here so that you can discover God in a real and meaningful way. If you have a prayer request, our team would love to connect with you and partner with you to see God transform your life. God bless you, and we look forward to hearing from you soon.